has good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, beating the double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, it's actual football talk. It's a football show, it's about football, not storylines. And you are watching another edition of Blue It Splits. Uh, got the Blue It Splits shirt on right there. So um, haven't worn in a while. It was really it was really dug into my drawer, and I found it. it's like, oh shit, I completely forgot I had this. Um, but with that being said, Trent McDuffie. Today is Friday, the twenty fifth. People might question, why do you say that? Um, because you guys may be watching this in two months, and if you're watching in two months, a lot can change. Um, about these guys. Well, maybe not two months, month and a half, month, but a lot can change about these guys, thoughts on them. Um, numbers can come out, you know, and again, I don't, I don't think any common numbers are really going to move me a lot on a guy, but let's say a guy like Jermaine Johnson proves to be a little bit more flexible than I think he is with some of his like three cone numbers and stuff like that. You know, maybe he moves up a spot. I'm a little bit less low on him or Trayvon Walker really impresses and I'm, I'm continuing to continue to be high on him or, you know, Thibodeau really impresses and, Maybe he has more bend than some people are saying he does, um, which, again, we've, you know, we've watched all this stuff. So we have a good feel for it because the film never lies. You know, guys running around in underwear doesn't it's not really tell us too much, but there's a little bit we can take from it. Um, mostly it, the combine to me is really interviews, medicals. That's that's the biggest part about it. And, and measurements, measurements, interviews, medicals. Um, so if you think a guy, OK, Trayvon Walker, everybody's saying he's 280. If he comes in. You know, I, I, I don't know. Same number, same movements, but is heavier. Maybe you don't want him playing on edge and he's a D-tackle. Maybe, you know, uh, Jermaine Johnson's a little light in the pants. Maybe Thibodeau's a little bit thicker than you thought he was. People are saying, you know, he might not be as thick as people want him to. Like, you know, there's obviously a ton of numbers that can, that can come out. Um, Drake, Drake London runs better explosive numbers than people think he will, which I think he probably will. I don't think he's going to be stellar um, with any of his numbers, but uh, moving on. Trent McDuffie, uh, we have I'm doing two of these today. I'm doing I'm doing the McDuffie, and I'm going to do uh, Nicobe Dean. And then after that, for me, I only have Walker, Lloyd, Green, and Hutchinson to go, and I'm finishing them all next week. Take a nice week off to just breathe, you know, minus a live stream. Just breathe and just do nothing, because then it all comes in. All the guys who get signed, all that chaos. This guy got resigned. This guy got traded. We signed Marcus Williams. We signed, you know, Jayon Brown. We signed David Njoku. We traded for Amari Cooper. Joe, where are these reviews? You know, and then I'm trying to get all those guys done before the draft. The draft hits. Holy shit. Now we have another 10 players to do. Those 10 players plus the other free agents. And I'm freaking pumping out reviews until August. And then shit, I have three more reviews to do in the next week before the, the first game of, 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 uh, of preseason. Get that done by the skin of my balls. And then it's, then it's, then it's preseason and then it's boom right into the season. And then it just starts again. Like it's just so a nice little week is, is what I need. Um, week off's not a lot. So today I have, I think it's 29 plays. Yeah. 29 plays of McDuffie, um, Washington's corner. Um, I would say, you know, he's in that grouping. Like you have sauce to me, who is one, you guys have known, I've said that, but then there's a group of. McDuffie Stingley and I've heard a lot of mixed reviews on Booth some people having him in the first round some people having him in the second round so do I think he's an option at 10 for the Jets most likely um not 
So, uh, I think he's an option or, or I think McDuffie's an option. Don't really think, don't, don't really think, um, a guy in booth will be, could Stingley be medicals come back clean. They're pressed with them in interviews. I could, I could see that. So let me just reorganize my screen a little bit as per usual. Uh, okay. McDuffie stare at, at, at quarterback. Bad play to start. Is he going to be bad through the whole thing? I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> um, bomb is screen right here. Number 22. Oh, so that's what I have to do too. I forgot. Don't yell at me. <clears throat> uh, do, 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 do. Let me find his notes that I have on him. He is 5'11", 195. So he's not overly tall, but he's, he's, he's not skinny. Like he's, he weighs more than sauce Gardner who has four inches on him. So it's not like he can't handle outside press. Like he can't handle guys. Um, if you're going to be concerned about the height again, somebody said that in the last stream I had, which for you guys is probably a month ago at this point. Oh, well he's only a slot guy. Why? Because he's five eleven. You know, if you're strong enough to play on the outside, you're short enough to play on that side, you know, like, Oh, well he can't win jump balls versus other guys. Okay. If he times it well, if he plays through the hands, he can, uh, Jari Alexander's 5'10", 5'11". He's, he's one of the best corners, if not the best corner in the NFL. He plays on the outside. You know, and then, oh, and this, and and kind of to to add on to that, like, oh, well, he can't do this. Okay, well, what can't Sauce Gardner do that that, that McDuffie can do? Oh, well, he's high legs. So we can't break with guys who are fast on the outside. Okay, McDuffie can. You know, like, just because you're just because you're 5'11", doesn't mean that you're not um, able to play on the outside. If you have the physicality, if you have the the girth to do it, then then cool. So bottom of screen right here. Now in bail, typically he, I, I, to, to my, okay. And we'll, and we'll go through the rest of the thing, but to my, to my knowledge, he doesn't really, he doesn't really do this a lot, but I don't obviously don't love him. Just, just staring back um, at the quarterback in this, in this instance, you know, Especially, and even if it's a four, like even if it's even if it's a cover, even if it's a cover four, you know, at this point, this is your only threat. This guy's vertical stem is going to get matched and basically pretty much becomes man um, for the safety right here. So, even if you are only, like man only, man only deep, and you're only playing him if he runs a deep route, and then you're gonna you're gonna drop into your into your zone to maybe to, to if, if this is an out route, I mean, or like a corner or a flag or whatever. Um, I get playing a little bit off just to get under that and play it pretty conservatively. Cause let's see, uh, it, it is first down. So it's not like, it's not like it's third down. And he's playing, he's, and he's playing conservatively. If it was, it's, it's a different story, but he's really, really late to work back to this because the entire time he's just staring at the quarterback bail, let the guy work into his soft spot, quarterback, 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 just staring at him. He's so late to get back to that, that the receiver is able to make a he's able to make a catch for you know only a couple of yards because i don't know if they got well did they make a false start or something no it was a really short route and the quarterback to be honest is, is late to throw it like if the quarterback threw the ball here it's there and um he probably gets a couple of extra yards now with that being said even though i don't like him staring at the quarterback and, and bailing and again if you're gonna bail and this is four again i'm not gonna watch it a thousand times to see exactly what it is it could be you know six whatever and he just you know i'm not i'm not trying to do that right now um, 
I'm okay with him bailing playing conservatively, but I just want him to have that outside leverage so he could he could have he can have eyes on the quarterback, but peripheral vision have that receiver. Um, so he sees a receiver break, he works to it. Now, with that all being said, you can see once the ball is thrown, you can see his trigger, how quick he is to accelerate and get back down. Uh, you can obviously tell he has really good athletic ability. Like the smoothness of that break, you know, is an acceleration tackle. Very, very nice. <laughs> like that, that was obvious in terms of, um, in terms of that play missed tackle. Okay. Two plays starting off negative. The, the, the thing is like people on YouTube only get like, like, I think like seven, eight plays sometimes. Um, overall, I will be fair. I, I like his film. I actually really like him. He, he just didn't start off the hottest, which, which, which can happen. The thing here, listen, I like, I like his, um, I don't know if he's just like a, a cat blitz or if it's a run blitz, whatever, probably, you know, he's, he's, he's probably blitzing off. And then there's, there's a guy replacing his own right there. Um, and they just disguised it late. So he's blitzing off the edge. The thing you do want to see here is you got to wrap up, you know, the, the, the thing like you don't want him leaving his feet, not driving it through his feet and not wrapping up. So he's just trying to throw a shoulder, trying to throw a big shot and, and not have a clean tackle just wrap up. It's as simple as that. You need the physicality like him, you know, um, like him being willing to, to bang like that with a running back. But even if you're not going to cross the, cross your helmet, like perfect tackling form, if you're going to like come in and like do that, that rugby tackle scoop. Okay. Grab his legs, scoop him up, drive, drive through and lift. But here just, just throwing the shoulder, not wrapping up. Um, not what you want to do. You don't want to miss a, a, you know, an open tackle like that. And obviously the running back picks up another, you know, four or five yards, whatever it is. So just a note, don't, don't leave your feet as a, as a tackle. He did that last tackle too. So maybe that's a trend. He leaves his feet a little bit. Um, top of the screen, let's hope for a good rep. Square. Um, he's like a yard and a half off. He's, he's approaching no man's land, but it's, it's, that's not, that's, that's right. That's like right there. That's as far as you want to get to me. Squeeze to the sideline. Now, a little bit of a, little bit of like a, of a, of a jump before he's not really splitting though. And he's still over his knees. Like you see how perfect that, that his form right there in terms of just, just chest over knees, 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 slightly over toes, his width of his, the width, the width of his feet. Um, his balance is really, really good. And he's a guy who he's, he, he, he can aggressively press you, but he's more soft shoe where he is going to let you, he's going to let you kind of dictate the first part. And then he's going to dictate the second part because he trusts his athleticism to turn and run with you. And here, Again, he's not in, in a true backpedal. He's just inching back, inching back, inching back. Receiver stems towards him with without really any 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 true any true threat of an inside break. Opens, and you're gonna have um, McDuffie who opens with him, swats down um, swats down the hand, or they they kind of they kind of meet hands. Like I don't know if he goes to punch or swat it down, but nonetheless they they meet hands. He's not leaning too far into it. Left hand catches the receiver, runs with him squeezes him and now you know he's playing he's playing in trail but he has that route like he can he can you know he he stuffed it to the sideline so uh the athleticism the 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 balance in his in his inching back not really a true back pedal like you can just you can you can kind of see how smooth he is and how patient he is with his feet right there that almost looks too easy so that was a good rep feet okay usually that's a good thing eh, it could be a bad thing or a good thing i'm gonna i'm gonna go with him it's a good thing no man's land don't love it again balls right like the 45 get to the 45 this this whole like two and a half three yards off thing i've explained it many many times before um 
you're just not really giving yourself an opportunity to threaten with your hands. Even if you're going to soft shoe, get, you need that threat of, okay, you know, um, I'm going to, I'm going to punch him. Um, because this, you're, you're giving him a free lease to, to do whatever he wants. And you're not really truly threatening him. Even if you want to start, start off quick and then you want to backpedal quickly. Okay. You know, don't necessarily love that, but at least you were making him think before at, at this point, you're giving him a lot of space to, to kind of dictate the, the first part and know he can dictate the first part. But again, here, ball is snapped. Again, he, do, he does these, these little jumps at the start. At times, it's it's not the worst thing in the world if you're still on balance. That's just that's just what he does. Like that's if it, it, it's almost like again, it's not like like a, like a true kick step because it kicks up his one foot, but it's it's almost like a taut jump split. But he's not really splitting. He's not really leaning back into it. Like he's still over his over his um, over his knees. And now receiver stems him outside. He just walks up on him. Receiver throws like a crossover um, rocker one two inside and. Because he's really patient with his feet, because he's really balanced, he matches the break. And you're going to see alternating hands. One gets chopped down, two. Again, you don't want to be leaning too hard to the hand, and you want to be replacing it, especially when you're throwing like a, like a, a shot to get back inside or like an offhand jam. You don't want to lean too heavy into it because the receiver, if he's good, is going to chop down on it. You're going to be off balance. So you have to go one, replace. You don't ever want to ride out that hand. You don't want to be off balance there. So you have to anticipate that. Again, smooth feet. Starts to angle off a little bit outside, but has the athleticism laterally to, to match one, two, get on top of it. And obviously, if, if you continue running his route, it would, it would have been shut down. But very, very, very patient right here, which I'm cool with. You know, uh, you could be, you know, as long as you change it up some, you're not going to be patient all, all the time, which he's not. So that's, that's good. Um, press. Okay. So start off good or start off bad. Start uh, ending, not ending good, but um, we have a lot to go. But transitioning to good i should say uh, again a little bit with the no man's land stuff i i say that all the time but it's it's a pet peeve of mine i want guys to at least be a yard yard or you know yard yard and a half if you're going to be impressed if not just play just play off um so this like two and a half yards not in love with it i think i think uh Odin will fix that NFL level because he has his guys not really playing in, in no man's land a lot. Um, so now again, in terms of, and, and that ball is dropped by the way, but just in terms of his, his athletic ability here, you, you can see it. it, it, it stands out. Now again, a little bit of the jump split to start. I, I think they will fit, uh, fix that because while it's not terrible that he's doing it, it is, it is not ideal. You know, because there are incidences like here, it's a little bit more pronounced. You can see he splits a little bit more. Now he's sitting back a little bit more. So again, it's not ideal. So I would rather see that 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 kick step instead of instead of the false step or the or the jump split, because he tends to do that a lot. It's not it's not because he's getting threatened. I think it's just how he starts off his reps, but it's not ideal. So again, patient with the feet. You can tell his eyes are low. Not really not really falling for the for the inside stab. And he's a guy who he, again, he trusts his ability laterally and to match flip and run that if you stem towards him, and as long as he's able to say swear, if you open up and even if you get the jump on him, he's going to be able to match you. And he, and he's confident in that. So him playing soft shoes probably is going to do more in the NFL level. Um, and that's fine. As long as you're square, as long as your, your feet are patient, I'm cool with it. And receiver, um, hop steps, again, not really threatening, overly threatening with that hop step release. Uh, 
stems outside. And then you're going to see McDuffie jam, not, not completely ride it out, knock it off balance when he wipes it away. Again, you don't want to be leaning into it, but gets a good jam, gets on top of the route, hand, uh, fights to maintain contact on that stem. Receiver breaks um, on, a, on a stop. Stop, sit, curl, whatever the hell we're calling. It. I really don't care. There's, you know, if, you're, if some people, okay, if you're not actually coming back at a, at a, at a, like a 45 degree, degree angle back inside, it's not a curl. If they're just stopping at the top of the break, it's, it's a stop. I don't really care what your terminology is. It's, it's not overly, it's not something to, to get worked up about. But again, he's able to now get hands on, feel that break. You could see as the receiver breaks, he breaks. Like there's not, there's that, there's not really much difference. And when these guys go to break, you know, his is a half a second after. But because he has his hands on, he could feel that he matches it. And um, the receiver has an opportunity to make the catch, but he's not able to. So even if he caught it, okay, it's third and one, third and two. And again, when you're playing receivers on a back breaking route, if it's perfect timing and, and a good break from the receiver, it's really, really hard to, to completely defeat that play. But if you're making it as hard as possible, you're going to take that. And he does right here. Like he's, he's crowding that route. So even he gets beat, like I'm not going to be like, oh my God, bad play. He got beat. There's a difference. He, he can test that as much as he could. So um, patient, top of the screen again, you know, two, two and a half yards off, talk about it. So, so the thing with this one, like it doesn't, it doesn't, it's, it's not going to, like, you know, I don't think anybody's going to be blown away. Like people are going to watch this like, holy shit, you know, you know, this is the best play I've ever seen, but I do really like it just for the fact that again, watch the, watch the jump split stuff. Um, which let me, let me just check something. Cause I better put that in my thing. If not, I'm just going to put it anyway and then edit it later. Cause I'm not gonna read the whole thing. Okay. Um, so you like the patience in his feet in terms of backpedaling, staying square to the line of scrimmage. He starts to open once he feels that the receiver is, is just is pushing him vertical, but slightly getting to the outside. But you can see how he kind of gets into a shuffle and is not going full steam ahead of into it. Because again, if he opens up right here and he completely just, just full throttle opens up and then the receiver is running, you know, again, like a squirt release you know, a little, little hesitation, whatever, one, two, three, third step, right foot back inside slant. Then, then we're looking at a situation where, where his momentum is getting thrown back because he's obviously kicking in full gear to get, to get back on a, on a vertical route, but he stemmed them outside with a squirt release um, to get underneath. So you can't be, you can't jump the gun in terms of opening up. So he backpedals and he feels it out, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to show the play again. Right here, he's not committing full full uh, steam until the receiver commits to that route. And then he works to, to get on the route, get hands on, squeeze him to the sideline, stack him, get on top of him, look back to the ball. That's, that's perfect right there. Absolutely perfect in terms of how he plays that, how he squeezes it to the sideline. But again, I, I played it first um, and maybe didn't really see all that in that, in that quick of a, of, a, you know, of a play. But watch how he doesn't overly commit once he gets the outside. You see, he's really patient with that, with these movements in the shuffle, really patient, waiting for him to completely commit for all the reasons I said before. Nice rep, really, really nice patience. Obviously a nice play. Next, uh, McDuffie focus on corner, uh, on quarterback. 
Okay. Um, top right here, off coverage. Again, there are some times um, when he's getting into, this is just, it's just, it's just three. And at this point in three, you're really going to take any, any vertical stem from the one. And this stem, while it's, you know, while initially it's stemming, it's stemming inside. It's not stemming a far enough inside where he can completely disregard it. Again, I don't, in my, in their meeting rooms, do I know how, it, how far has stem inside for him not to match it? No, not necessarily, but I can tell you that once it stems inside, it starts to stem back outside. So it starts to become his responsibility. And then he just runs like a corner stop, uh, corner stop. And you're going to see McDuffie get into his bail again. He's, he's responsible for that deep third. He's playing that deep third. Okay. Um, and he wants to release inside, let him go inside. Fine. Pass it off. But once he starts breaking out, you'd like to see him get a little bit tighter to this to play it. But the whole time it, it, it's hard to hundred percent tell, but looks like he's looking back at the quarterback for a lot of it. Like he checks, I think he checks him right here. Then he's looking back to the quarterback, looking back to the quarterback, back to the quarterback. He never really matches it. So maybe while it's not overly focused on the on, on the quarterback because he is looking at him right here, I want to see him. And we saw this with the Stingley review. If you watch that, where Stingley was playing a deep third, and he didn't just completely open up to that to that deep third and and play it so vertically, he choked down a little bit because there's no other threat to 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 threaten that that deep third minus the guy who was inside of him. So he stayed a little bit more shallow, like right here. And Stingley played the route well, where he's playing. He's playing this a little bit too conservatively, so not necessarily just focus on the quarterback, but he's playing a little bit too conservatively. I want to see him. I want to see him get a little bit tighter to that because that corner stop right there, uh, over top of the linebacker level, was a little bit too easy um, for the offense. So I want to see him match that, get a little bit tighter on it, make the quarterback second think it, or think twice about it, second think it. Um, top of the screen, squeeze. Again, use that sideline as that second defender. And again, two yards, three yards off, two and a half. The thing you will see again is a little bit of the jump split, but with the jump split, there are, there are again, there are jump splits that are absolutely terrible. There are ones that are just bad. There are ones that are decently bad. There are ones that are okay. There are ones that are, you know, you know somewhere in the middle, whatever. Um, this one. You can see again, he sits back a little bit, but he's still he's still pretty balanced. So you don't you don't necessarily love it, but another situation where he's pretty square, where he's staying square, being patient with his with his lower half, um, in terms of just staying square to the receiver, staying uh, staying square to the line of scrimmage, not falling for that for that uh, hop step inside, hop step, not angling off to it, completely square, did not fool him at all. Receiver commits to the outside, he gets one shuffle in, one shuffle and open. Shuffle, open. Again, you don't want to just open right away here because if he opens, I'm talking about like completely opens right away. Again, the guy can squirt underneath. Um, so you get the shuffle in to to guard against that. So gets one shuffle, a little bit of a little bit of opening the gate into a shuffle, but still shuffle. Patient with his hand, you're going to see that the receiver um, when he gets to the outside, he goes to to chop down on any hand there. But McDuffie is patient with his hand, doesn't shoot it initially. After the receiver shoots, he shoots. Now that they're they're opening up, he maintains that contact. Again, there's a there's a difference between a guy opening up and as soon as he as soon as he opens up, you're holding that hand on and riding it out, and being off balance while you're riding it out, and having that hand on 
and you're tighter. And now he's, now he's kind of getting not past you, but you're kind of like, like shoulder, not shoulder to shoulder, waist to waist with them and, and maintain that contact. There's different, there's different situations. If you, if you have the hand on and you're balanced, even if he did strike it down and, and, and you're going to ride it out. Okay. And, and you're farther into the rep than the first couple of steps. That's, that's more okay than, okay. You getting the shuffle opening and riding the, the thing, the, the hand out the entire time. So he gets a hand on later in the rep. So if he were to do it like right here and then really be leaning into it, he chopped it down, he'd be off balance, but he's really patient with that hand. Patient, 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 bang, hit the hand. And now that hand is obviously one allowing him to, to stack it, to stack them, to impede his progress and to move him to the sideline. So he starts, the, he starts the route at the top of the numbers and he completely chokes that off to the sideline because he uses that, that hand and completely chokes it off. He's out of bounds. He's out of the play, you know? So McDuffie off coverage. Um, bottom here. Again, you like the patience with the lower half. So now the receiver stems to the outside. You see like weaving to get out. Now he's backpedaling and getting to this and, uh, and back playing at the same time. Now he's, now he's weaving to get outside and over the top. Fighting to stay square to him while not, while not, again, opening. Because if he starts to just open right here, it's going to be a lot harder for him to break back to the ball. You want to you wanna be square so you could, you could drop those hips, throw that T-step, explode to the, to, the, uh, to the receiver, to the route. When you're open, it's obviously much harder. So it's like, you know, it's like, think about it. Like simply like do guys start a 40 dash with their shoulders square to where they want to go? Or do they start a 40 dash like this and turn and run? Like it's, it's obvious. It's obviously more conducive to you getting back to the ball. Um, if you're going to be square. So good job. weaving to stay over the top of that route. Again, patient, square to it. Sees the break coming, sees him gearing down. Boom. T-step immediately. T-step fires back right to uh, on top of the receiver. Like you can see the movement skills here. You see how quick that acceleration that burst is to him. Really, really quick, really, really quick. Um, McDuffie slot quick. Uh, right here inside slot. Isn't Kyle, I should have, isn't Kyle Phillips on UCLA? I should have watched him. I, I even think about it now that I'm now I think about, I thought about it now, but I don't even know what number he is. So he's playing a man coverage right here. Receivers release is not, is not bad. Actually one. Like a hop skip. Um, one boom. Yeah, it's, a, it's a skip. So use a skip release. Bam, hard stab outside. Hard head movement, and again, McDuffie does a good job of of staying square to it. Like he he falls for it a little bit. You can see him start to open the gate, but he's not fully he's not fully bailing right there. Like if a guy if a guy is is giving you the kind of that much tempo outside, yeah, you're going to start to angle off. But there's a difference between angling off and completely opening the gate. So he angles off to the to the little bit of the outside stem, but still stays relatively square. Nope. Receiver goes back inside. And again, look at the hands. One, 
to if he if he's taking it more vertical to potentially slingshot himself back inside. Doesn't ride it out though. Like this situation, if he's riding it out, different story because now he's leaning. If it gets chopped, he's screwed. That's a much different situation than being balanced, being late into into uh, riding out that hand. So one, two, I can't tell if that other hand hits or not, but that's what it looks like he does. Get to that near shoulder, just stick him. Like you can see that and you can see, obviously, so you see technique and you see quickness. Good. Hold on a second. All right. Let's see. Play 11 of 29. And I got some stuff to do. And then I come back and record. Uh, I say Nakobe Dean. I think it is. He's fun. Um, top of the screen break. This is just, this is, this is, we're just, we're looking at pure athleticism. So. Looks like a, looks like a two. Um, and he's playing, he's playing off. I'm not sure if this is a late game situation or what it is, but it's looking like a two. And he, again, is playing, he's playing, he's playing soft starts getting through a shuffle don't necessarily like and, and there are defenses to be completely fair like i say i say you know um sometimes in three four whatever like i don't like guys getting tied into a blind spot there are defenses i don't love the idea of it but that will split the difference between the one and two and have the one to your back and play in the in, in the middle of of both those guys stems i don't love that i don't really understand the the idea of it you know um but that's a story for a different day. I'm not really getting into that now, but um, right here, playing it off again is patient. Is obviously not completely bailing, and he's taking like, you know, really typically read steps where like in, a, in like a backpedal, like they're inching back, which like you know two, three, four steps reading the quarterback's drop, and quarterback drops can obviously t say a lot about the the route that's going to come. So take your read steps. I'm oh, cool, and he, and he kind of and he kind of like shuffles, but he takes read steps. He's really patient. You know, one, two steps, and what does he see? quarterback fake handoff going to throw the ball what does that say obviously he's not running a nine or a post or a deep over he's looking there right now so something's probably going to happen right like so that's the, the exact reason if he took a seven step drop he, he plays a lot differently obviously five step drop even a three step drop but play action flip and uh and and look towards the sideline he, he's blocking there's so many running a quick route something's happening so he now sees him throwing the ball to his guy, obviously just based on his body language, where his shoulders pointed, et cetera, where the ball is aimed. Okay. Now you're going to see him break to the receiver and, uh, and make the tackle. So yeah, he let up a three yard completion, but the, the eyes here, him not opening up and obviously the explosion back to the ball is really good. Like you could, you definitely can, you definitely notice his athleticism. So Again, he's he's five eleven, not the tallest guy in the world. He's also almost two hundred pounds, so it's not like he's 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 scrawny. You know, he can handle himself. Off coverage, uh, top of the screen right here. Again, what is see like this is where we're talking talk about the Stingley, like him backpedaling too much on on the goal on the goal line, and, or you know, yeah, on the end zone line. If you're gonna play off, you gotta play that line hard. Like it just, it just is what it is. You cannot give them that free space in the red zone. 
or in, to go into the into the end zone. So he's playing off coverage. Again, look at his stance. Low, chest over his knees, knees slightly over his toes. Great. And hopping back a little bit, but really, really square, still on balance. Receiver, he, he, see, he feels the receiver breaking, sees the receiver breaking. Breaks, boom, angle to cut him off, hands on, match that break point, completely shuts that down. So you're gonna see the you're gonna see patience, obviously with his lower half, and the explosion just match that. Like look how he explodes to, to get over top of that and get hands on. No, the receiver doesn't have much of a chance at all. Like superb patience right there on the goal line. A lot of guys panic on in, in the red zone. Uh, he's not in that situation, obviously. So McDuffie, uh, run game will. I think he comes. I think he's right here, maybe on the on the on the rightmost side of your screen. He's he's a he's a willing he's willing again. He doesn't make the tackle here, but you like you know you're you're impressed with um, him being able to just take on blocks. Obviously, you know the the, the tackle pulls and is, is blocking the alley, trying to kick out anything in the alley. And McDuffie, you know, you have a lot of guys who retreat, a lot of guys who don't want to get involved with that. He drops his weight, gets hands on, you know, swipes him, tries to get back involved. Now there's another offensive lineman uh, coming to block him, slips that block, and allows another guy to take a ta- like make a tackle. Like if I tell you, okay, they're gonna they're pulling two guys out to the to the edge. How is the corner gonna get, do against those guys? You figure, okay, maybe he takes that one guy. Maybe maybe he he um, holds up that one guy enough. But I tell you, hey, he occupied two different blockers in here because of his athleticism, his willingness to do this. You know. I'm, I'm sure the offense isn't drawn up. Oh, well, two, two of your guys, it's going to take two of your guys to, to keep this corner out of the, out of the play, not how they drew it up. So I love that. You know, he didn't make the tackle. That's, you're going to take those numbers every time. Uh, McDuffie talks shit. Yeah, I remember watching this. But you, you want corners who are a little bit cocky. And it's not cocky, very confident. You know, there's a difference. He's on the bottom screen right here. He's not really involved in the play. Um, they're, running a, they're running what looks like a three right off the bat. and this this guy this guy matches the flat and he's opening up. He's gonna pass him off that maybe you know and and this guy matches underneath or gets underneath of it. So we have a three, and because of the alignment, it's not the easiest spot for the linebacker to get into that into that window. So it's actually not a bad idea to throw a slant right there versus versus three, especially with with like that hook to curl hook player hook for whatever you want to call it um, is tight inside. But he does get outside and the quarterback doesn't see him and throws the ball to him. Again, McDuffie's not really involved in any way. I don't think he's not really supposed to be. Gets a pick, and then you're going to see McDuff- – just watch McDuffie. Don't even watch the pick. Just watch McDuffie the whole time. Now, do you want to be careful with taunting in the NFL? Yes, but do I love that? There's a flag tonight. I don't, I don't think it's on McDuffie, to be completely honest, but ball gets picked. It was supposed to go to this guy, just pointing at him, laughing, you know, barking at him, whatever, that, whatever he's saying. I don't, I don't really know, but obviously that's frustrating for a guy. And you're going to see him try to come back and, and rock McDuffie. He, he avoids it, points at him again. Guy gets in his face, gets mad about the hand, talks his, talks his smack back to McDuffie. McDuffie again, hand in the face, pointing at him, laughing, doing whatever he's doing. You know, and, the, and, the, and it was probably the receiver who got the, um, you know, the, the penalty on that. Got to be careful with, with uh, obviously – um, taunting in the NFL level, but it's just a little side note. I like to see that stuff. McDuffie, uh, one third, deep third, probably. 
bottom yeah okay so the thing with this one is he opens and the the receiver just uses a stretch release to get outside to get inside anyway so he initially opens up but because the, he doesn't have to he doesn't have to like like uh work to the sideline because he's not stemming outside so he just stays over the top of it and now that the receiver is um stemming vertical and inside of him he starts to work back to it the receiver bends back inside to run a post so he tries to almost run like a let's see boom he just tries to throw like, like pressure steps there to get back inside and mcduffie does a good job of getting back over top of the route playing it conservatively playing over the top stack the route over the top over the top over the top and he just matches it now he's look and he's looking back to the quarterback or he finds his way back to the quarterback sees the ball is thrown out doesn't know where it is turns around would we'll, we'll get involved if he has to so I just like him staying over top of this route and stacking it. It's a good job. You know, not the craziest thing in the world, but it's a little note. Like you like to see him play in man and zone. I think he can do both um, for sure. That's definitely a good deep third play. Next, 16 off third down. Usually that's not the best thing in the world, but let's see. Um, bottom. But this, in this situation, it is. So he's in, so um, again, you're not, uh, let me do, 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 boom. So you have, you have, you have man. Um, and I think these, these linebackers are, are one of them spying one of them's one of them's uh you know one of them's a wall player one of them's uh a a uh like a rat not 100 percent sure what, what what exactly they're doing but it is man coverage for the corners and he's in man coverage on this receiver third down uh let's see if third down and what so it's third and, and 11 so he's being conservative so that's that's fine the thing that that's gets gets risky is he's breaking to the inside immediately and there's a traffic. So what does McDuffie do, does? He doesn't want to lose his kind of his eyes um, and get caught up by the traffic. And it acts as like a natural rub against your own guys. So play it more conservatively over the top, because again, you don't want to, you don't have to want to take a direct angle through traffic, get tripped up to tackle a guy immediately when you can give yourself those, you have 10 yards of space. Just make sure you're in a position on him. We are tackling him behind the third down marker. Correct. So um, situational awareness here to not necessarily just go right towards him right here and dive down because now if these linebackers aren't going to be over top of it and you and you try to take a direct angle to it and he outruns you catches the ball you're screwed because there's nobody else to help you so good job taking a conservative angle finding the traffic finds the traffic avoids the traffic you're gonna see him obviously um flatten right there avoid the traffic get back over the top of the route match him close round square run his feet Get the tackle. Like, let's watch again. Hell of a, one hell of athleticism and really good job avoiding traffic and in a situation where you're off coverage and you're kind of you're kind of panicking because he just inside broke and there's traffic, you know? I see the traffic like 13 times, right? So good job um again being conservative with that tackle. And like I said right here, delivering a nice little pop to him, running his feet and, and standing on tackle. You know, excited after the plane, you should be. It's a good play. 
uh, off coverage, bottom right here, move this. Again, what are we seeing? Superb patience, very, very good. That's the thing with, all, with off coverage, if you're not gonna be patient, you're gonna just get toasted underneath all the time. And the receiver stems towards him. Okay, a little bit of a weave to get outside where he's stemming to, sweet. He starts to angle off just a little bit, but obviously not fully opening to it. Gets back square as the receiver's throwing like his, you know, he's kind of, his stems all over the place in terms of outside, inside, outside break. But the entire time, McDuffie's eyes are low. You can see, you can see, just look at his helmet level, where his, where his eyes are, they're low. What do I say? Hips don't lie. Hips aren't lying to him. Stand over the top, square, square, square. He breaks too close to him, McDuffie. Shuffles over the top, hands completely shuts on that route. Really good job in off coverage. Really, really good job. Next, McDuffie off coverage patient. Okay, so we're seeing a guy who can play off. We're seeing a guy who can play thirds. You know, he could, he, he's athletic enough and willing enough to to reroute guys and, and cover two. Even though I think I saw one play where he didn't reroute a guy. Um, what you want in cover two as a cloud, but right here, um, playing the inside third or the, the inside, yeah, the inside guy. I, that's what I, I mean. The inside third, I, I'm not talking about cover. I'm talking about he's, he's on this guy right here, the inside slot. Yeah. So again, in a bunch set, can everybody get up on the line of scrimmage? No, it's, it's, a, it's a risky game to play with crossers, um, scissors, pick routes, you know, all that. So he's going to play conservative over the top again, shuffle to stay over top of his, over, over top of his, of his guy. He notices the break. He throws, he throws his weight down, breaks as well, stays over the top of it. Matches the break eyes back to the quarterback to see if the ball is there. It's not going there, but still gets over the top of it. Like just really, just really patient, really smart play in terms of just staying over the top and being able to match that. You could see, you could just see the fluid movements that he has. Like his, his ability, his ability to, to shuffle, accelerate. Cause he thinks he's going outside, accelerate to stop to then get downhill, to accelerate back to him like that. Just, just the burst to get back to him. There's a lot of good movement skills in this play. Looks little, but it's, it's nice movement. Um, 19 aggressive. Oh, this is a jam, right? I think this is a jam. I could be wrong. Again, I watched this, you know, I'm doing the review now, but I watched this hundreds and hundreds of plays ago. I just watched 36 guys pass there or something. Maybe not six, five. I don't know. Yeah. Four or five, six, I don't know. Let's just call it five. Top of the screen. Okay. That's so he doesn't. So the, they obviously throw um, the screen to the receiver and they have two blockers out, out um, on the outside. And the, obviously McDuffie does a good job coming into the block aggressively, shooting his hands, kind of dictating that, dictating that block, not letting the receiver dictate it, getting to the outside. Why does he want to get to the outside? Obviously. Um, so, the re so the receiver doesn't get outside and he's forced to cut back inside where the pursuit's coming from. So good job maintaining his outside leverage there and fighting to stay outside. Um, 
and then other people make the tackle. And then obviously after the play, you could see him not necessarily liking the, the cornerback continue trying to block him and uh, toss him to the turf. You like that, you know? And again, here, you're going to see him close distance, shoot his hands, hands inside, off, the, off his insteps, good wide base. And now he stacks them, right? Receiver's not going to cut outside right there. Receiver comes, comes back inside and the receiver's kind of able to hug him because he's trying to drop his weight and, and kind of get through that and just get one half of his body on the slow him up or tackle him. And then again, he's not a fan of him hugging, like, hugging him like that and you're going to see him uh, get tossed. Always nice. Play 20 of 29. Um, McDuffie aware, third, forcing completion. Okay, so top of the screen, they're going to be in a deep third, whether they cover three, cover six. Yeah. Yeah, so you like him like being aware of his assignment outside of his assignment right here. So, again, bails, but it's, it's stacking the receiver, isn't, isn't letting him work into his blind spot, staying over the top of it, staying over the top of it, even as he slightly stems him to the outside, staying over the top of it, great. Now he's looking back to the, to the quarterback with the receiver's peripheral vision, which is the, the benefit of shuffle. You can see the receiver looking at him. You can, or you can see the quarterback looking at him. You can see the quarterback loading up. You can jump passes like that. Um, there's benefits of, of shuffle. Uh, I know Marcus and I don't necessarily prefer shuffle, but there's a benefit to it. Now the receiver breaks on the, on the comeback and he is, he obviously sits down on the route too, but then he also, while looking back to the quarterback, okay, the receiver is breaking. Is he throwing it that way? Am I going to jump that? He's also aware of other threats. So I'm not, I can't tell you a thousand percent if he sees this receiver breaking as well and he knows that receiver is there or not, or if he's looking back to the quarterback, but it seems, I think it's, he's looking at the quarterback. So he breaks with his guy looks back to the quarterback. Okay. He's not throwing it my way. He could, he could tell his, his shoulders square to the middle. He's not throwing it outside right here. Unless, unless he's throwing it like there, there's just, there's just no way. Um, so he notices that and it's aware outside of his assignment and it's not just going to match him and just, okay, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I strictly have to play that. Now he's aware of, of where the ball is going, finds it. Again, I can't tell if his eyes are on him or they saw him give him the benefit of the doubt and say he's aware of that as well. Confirms the quarterback is, th is thrown to that guy, matches it, sees it. Boom, make that tackle. Like, so it's, and, and, the, and the ball is dropped here because he, because he hits him as he, as he makes the catch point. Would be much different if he broke, matched this, and then saw it late and then made the tackle because then that's a catch. But his awareness right here of another threat whether it be again just based on the based on the quarterback, just just on the quarterback, just on the receiver, a combination of both. I can't a thousand percent tell you where his eyes are. I would say just based on this, he could. I think he sees this 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 receiver. You know, peripheral vision on his guy, this receiver as well. That's what I would guess. And then looks back to the quarterback and sees, okay, where is he throwing it? Get to that guy, and you're gonna see the explosion, and you're gonna see him go low, knock out the guy's legs, forcing completion. That's a really really nice play uh, in terms of his own awareness. Yeah, you like that. McDuffie, deep third. Again, McDuffer, McDuffier. Let me fix that. 
got first, third. Um, trust athleticism. Okay. So top, top right here. Is it a third? One, two. No, I don't think it's actually, it's not, it's not a third. Uh, again, I watch I watch these pretty quickly. Um, you have, you have, you have cover one hole. Yeah, that's not third. So you have man, man, hole, man, man, one. Yeah, that's not a third. My, my apologies. But again, I record these fast and I watch it. But even with off coverage right there, again, he's, he's really, and, and against speedy guys in the NFL, if he's playing Tyreek Hill, is he going to be this patient in terms of matching this guy's uh, stem and starting to open up a little bit? If he's, if he's stemming you vertical, if he's really selling that dry phase, maybe not. Um, but obviously you have to know your matchup. Like you, can you sit on routes more against, you know, Mike Evans, who's a little bit slower, not as ex- obviously not even a little bit slower, but much slower than a Tyreek Hill. Yes. You can sit it a little bit more, it, you know, so, you know, you know, you have to know your matchups. You're going to play matchups differently. You know, you might want to press Mike Evans a little bit more because you don't want him to build up the head of steam. Whereas as Tyreek Hill, maybe you want to play him off because if you, if you get beat the line scrimmage, you're fucked. Excuse my language. Sorry if you're watching with kids. I know some people, that's, that's my bad. Um, you have to know that sometimes. We put the explosive tag on, I think. So it just comes out. I don't mean to do it. Um, but again, staying over top of his threat. Obviously, they, they roll you know a little bit of the skies from this guy. He's not traditionally just sitting in a hole. And stays over the top. Patient, patient, patient. Knees, you know, chest, chest over knees, knees slightly over toes, that whole deal. They were talking about receiver starts to work to his level. He starts to open at, at like the, the two, three yard mark to run with him. But again, he's not going into full panic mode because if he did right here, the receiver wants him to open up so he can cut underneath. But because he's being patient and trusts his athleticism, the receiver breaks right into him. If he wasn't patient, if he didn't trust his athleticism, which I think I, I which to me, Bryce Hall has a problem with that. He doesn't trust his athleticism. He opens up too soon um, and kind of, negates his ability to press at the line of scrimmage because he's just trying to play conservatively where that's probably one of his best traits is his, is his physicalness or physicality and his ability to be physical at the line. So I want to see him fix that going into year three. Um, but because he doesn't open up completely, receiver breaks right into him. And you obviously um, matches it, gets hands on, obviously now can feel the receiver break, breaks with him. The receiver, there's no separation there. Oops, sorry. There's no separation at the top of that break. You know, good, obviously good, good coverage. Like, um, is the camera high or am I just low? Okay. Next play 22 McDuffie versus vert. Uh, top. Okay. Now he's like that one and a half yards off. Okay. I'm okay with that. Okay. Obviously the ball, the ball is out, out, is outside. So now we're seeing, okay, kick step. Cool. Kick step. Again, a lot of coaches will teach that because your body wants to move. You're kick stepping. You're still staying on balance. You're still square. You're not back. Just it's, it's a taut false step. You can tell when guys fall step and they're like, and they're, and they're not balanced versus a kick step, kick step. Eyes. Where are they? They're low. Does he look like he's going inside right here? No. 
stay square. You know, release isn't great, but gives a little stab to the inside. McDuffie not falling for it. Shuffle. Shuffle as he as he as he starts to angle off, but shuffle still. And just runs with him. He's a good hands on. You 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 love to get hands on, but he's still in, in great position right here in terms of especially for the guy of his speed. He's not gonna get really outran by a lot of receivers. So um matches his hip, eventually gets hands on, and then is able to choke the route off. So he, he works into the hip and then he's faster, he's faster than that guy. So then he's in a, he's in a work that, that arm and that shoulder past him and then, and then feel him with his hip and with his shoulder past him. So now he could drive him to the sideline while he feels the route. So you're going to see him right here. Stack that, get over top of it. Start to stack it. And now again, he's in front of him. He's in front of him. Just as his arm and his shoulder are in front of him. Perfect. Now drive him to the sideline. Drive him to the sideline, squeeze him, find that ball, and the ball is is overthrown. But when you when you have them, and this is where I talk about like not being on guys, playing through the ball, playing 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 through the receiver to the ball. There's differences. But when you but when you have a guy, you know, and, and you're and you're slightly stacking him, you have your arm over the top, and you're you're hip to hip, and you're working him to the sideline, and there's not many much sideline room to go. There's a difference between playing back to the ball when you're squeezing him to the sideline halfway between the bottom of the numbers and and the um and the sideline versus playing him like this. If he was on a hash, wouldn't like if it was, if he's on the hash because, or even top of the numbers, because then you're talking about fade balls. You don't really have vision if he breaks outside, but when you're this tight and it's vertical, cool, play, play, play back to the ball, you know, be that receiver there. Uh, watch it again, but it's a, it's a, it's a nice rep playing a vertical route. Yeah, that's nice. Next. Uh, McDuffie C pen. Stack route, C pen question mark right here. Okay. Yeah. So, to me, I see what happens here. You know, in in terms of, I don't know if this receiver was running vertical, regardless or not. Um, but McDuffie sees sees the encroachment, and um sees the ball get off and now is thinking, oh shit, they're gonna take a deep shot. Like the ball is coming deep right here. So he is being very, very conservative with this. I think for that reason, I, I could, I could be wrong. Um, but that's why I think he's playing this so conservatively because he's looking inside, he sees that and he goes, oh shit. And now it's starting to go. He's thinking the ball is going deep. Even if the receiver is supposed to run a curl right here, he's thinking it's going deep. Um, and he plays it again, ultra conservative because he's typically doesn't open up this early. So that's what I see him doing because this is not typical of him to get like, like guys underneath like this. So he plays that conservatively, gets over top of it, stacks it. Gets over top, top of it, stacks it, looks back for the ball again, halfway between the numbers on the sideline. And, uh, and again, if the ball is inside or even over and on top of him, he probably picks that ball off. But um, awareness there right there. That's, that's what I peg that as. So. Next 24, 24 off, some about a third, third close. Is that a goose or a crow? I don't know if you guys can hear that. Um, bottom. Again, athleticism. So we have a similar situation here. 
where uh, of the plays before or that one play before, where now it's third and five. So now you're playing a bit of a riskier game, but he's, he's an off coverage. There's a lot of traffic right here to press. It can get risky, but if, if you play off, play off. If you play cover, like tight, play, play tight. As long as you're confident yourself closing that ground. And we have another situation where um, Colorado is running a quick drag mesh concept. And what does he do? Stays over the top of it. Finds the traffic. Is there traffic? You know, can I can I think a more aggressive angle to this? So to play more over the top, plays the angle properly, and you're just gonna see the the closing speed right there to get back on that ball. You know, because the receiver sees, oh, this receiver's open. I'm 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 throwing it to him, McDuffie, because he's athletic, uh, really athletic. He's able to close that ground, and you see that burst and that closing speed to to wrap him up, shut it down, boom. Like in this scenario, if I said, hey hey, he's throwing the ball right here. Is he gonna make that play? You're gonna you're gonna say probably not. You know, good job. Five plays left. Uh, bottom. Hands on. Yeah, just good coverage. Good coverage. Patient. I don't necessarily love the hands dropping. And, I, and again, I don't like the no man's land. That's that's discussion for 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 Tony Oden, um, but I like that he's balanced. You know, again, a little bit of a kick step here. Still sitting back a tiny tiny bit, but overall still good. You know, the hands dropping is what it is. Don't love it, but it still is able to stay square um, to the receiver using that hop step. Receiver um, commits to the outside. So does he. Again, don't just don't just open up and just run vertically open up and then work to that route. Like don't, don't just let him have that free stem. Like I know he gave him a free, like a free release here pretty much, but don't just let him have the stem too. So, so work to choke that off hand on other hand on get on top of it, you know, match him. Good. It's, it's, it's a good, it's a good play, you know, and, and that hop step isn't, isn't that like he actually eats up some ground and he's pretty explosive off of it. So, you know, he bows it out really wide, but nonetheless, um, Good play. Getting his hands on. 24 eyes in backfield. Okay. Uh, top. And there's going to be some times. Like, you have corners who are aggressive, and they're going to have their eyes in the backfield, and they're going to jump routes and get picks. Receivers who don't have – or corners who don't have their eyes in the backfield aren't necessarily going to get picks. So, it's 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 multifaceted. Like, do you want him to get picks? Do you want him to jump routes? He has to have his eyes in the backfield sometimes. So there's a, there's a, there's a fine balance is what the word I was looking for before I said something else, but again, in and off coverage, I don't love him. I don't, I don't love him. You know, he's kind of, kind of like, eh, well, I don't like the leverage in terms of the, the, his relationship to the route. You know, he's a little bit too far, in, you know, inside to me. Cause if he was to run a comeback, you know, um, it's, it's gonna be hard for him to get there if they time it up well. So, don't love that. And if this break is good because of his leverage and his eyes are in the backfield, he sees the break just a second late. Like you've seen times where the, as soon as the receiver throws a stop step, boom, he's there and he's, and he's going towards it. But because on, in this incident, his eyes are in the inside, you're going to see him just be late to that, to, to break on that. Just, just a couple of steps late. You know, he could, he could have broke there. Boom, drop, boom. But now he's like, you know, two, three steps late. And the receiver slips, but if the ball, you know, if the receiver didn't slip, is he beat there? Probably. Why? 
you know, eyes are a little bit too, too inside for me. Now I should know that the, the, I want, I, I should, I should have marked the game situation here because is he, is he playing conservatively, you know, conservatively in terms of off, but jumping ball if he can, you know, kind of all or nothing type deal because it's, you know, um, no, not all or nothing, just playing conservatively because of the uh, game situation. Are they up a lot? If you can get a pick get a pick, but still play it really safe at the same time, maybe. Um, McDuffie, be careful. I think this is in terms of him like not not backpedaling and being really, really patient in terms of versus stem. Top of the screen. Yeah, see, like re receivers in NFL. Again, another situation. Don't love the leverage in terms of in terms of him just giving him the outside. You know, stay over the top of that receiver, stemming towards him, and you you're gonna see him start to start to run. As receivers two yards away, so you have a receiver full 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 uh, head of steam versus him pretty much flat footed until he's two yards away. You got to be a little bit you want you want to see him backpedal a little bit more, like get into it just a tiny bit more. Got to be careful at the NFL level, especially with the guy who's selling that hard. Like he, that guy is. I don't think it's that fast guy in the world. He kind of looks like he's laboring anyway, but nonetheless, he is running hundred percent. That guy's running hundred percent. So you got to play it a little bit more over the top. And if you are going to play conservatively, make sure with like just in terms of leverage, play over the top because if he's gonna if he's gonna break and you're over the top, if you can match it, get hands on. One, you slow him down. Two, you propel yourself. But when you're playing so far step or so far inside of it, you're not going to be able to 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 touch the the the, the break or him getting to the outside on you. So runs past him again. Does you know you can see the speed of him? Does he make up ground? You know probably is the, is is the quarterback going to be able to throw the ball that far? Probably not. Um, but Tyree kill Patrick Mahomes type stuff. You, you gotta, you just gotta be a little more conservative there. So it's not like a thing like, Oh, we got absolutely roast on that play, but it's just a note. Be careful too aggressive. Okay. Um, top. Again, there's me some, some incidences where he tries to jump routes, but again, kick step receiver, stemming outside a little bit and he just he just you know works his way outside again patient steps receiver gets to the inside so this is where i want to see him get a little bit more aggressive with his hands because right here if this guy were to just run like a like a bullet slant just one step boom slant can he match it you know most likely yes at this level if it's a guy if it's a bigger body guy who can move well nfl level you know let's just say, let's just say it's drake london a bigger body guy who, who can box him out not the most ideal situation so I don't necessarily love him backpedaling. You know, you, you want it. You could see him start to angle off and shuffle a little bit like he has, but the, the backpedal thing, don't necessarily love it. Um, receiver, a receiver gets back inside. He opens up the match. Now the um, receiver breaks inside. He matches the break, but his eyes are inside. His eyes are inside, not playing the upfield shoulder. Receiver cuts back in outside and he's open. So you, again, it's, which world do you want to live in? Do you want to be conservative? Do you want to play it, you know, in the middle? Do you want to play aggressively? Here he gets his eyes back to the to the quarterback. But the thing is, you want to stand the upfield shoulder because if it is a double move, if it is a if it is a post corner, um, if it is a stem corner, you want to play the upfield shoulder. So if he is breaking back against you or breaking back up vertically on the up the field, you're on that upfield shoulder. So he has to turn up and through you. But when you're going to undercut it, you better be sure the ball is coming. So at this point, play upfield shoulder, get hands on. If he is throwing it and you confirm the throw, then undercut it. But you can't just undercut it to undercut it because that can happen.
Last play. Hmm. McDuffie aggressive shoot. Okay, right here on the goal line. Uh, in the red zone, be I'm cool with being aggressive. You know, don't be stupidly aggressive. You know, obviously everything there's a time for everything, but you know, is that guy getting clean? Uh, I don't think so. So again, if you're gonna jam, jam. Like this guy takes his hop step. Maybe he knows he's been in those hop step. And guess what? When you're in the hop step, when, when are you weak? Right now, right now, right now. So he takes advantage of that aggressive two-handed shoot. Follows his hands follow with it. Extension, completely jack up the route. Completely jack it up. Stay with them, stay over the top, stack it, get eyes back to the quarterback, see if the ball is coming, and just match them. Really, really nice of shoot right there. Bang. You know, good job. Watch again, and I'll go to the strengths and weaknesses. Cool. Whoever that is gets in anyway. I don't know if he handed the ball. I have no idea what happened there. I was just watching them. Um, this is again, but people think, oh, well, what do you think about Kyler Gordon? I'm like, I watched McDuffie. I didn't watch Kyler Gordon. Sometimes they'll stand out, but. For a player or two, that doesn't mean I know anything about him, really. You know, going to Ohio State film, like, I know, okay, you know, I had Olave, I had, you know, Rucker. Like, there was plenty of guys uh, when I was watching that, but let's see. And obviously with Rucker, like him being a Jets fan, like, he's a, you know, we all want him in the fourth round, let's be honest. Maybe this film sucks, though, and I really don't. I don't, I don't know. So, um, strengths and weaknesses. A lot of strengths. It's a big, it's a pretty long list. Okay, pulled up. Um, strengths, top-notch quickness, lateral quickness, burst, ball skills, and limited reps that I saw. Um, willingness and run game, awareness, hand fighting, Ken Blitz, just as comfortable in man and zone, changes up technique from off coverage, uh, off catch, soft and aggressive press, fluidity, acceleration, quick out of breaks, balance and backpedal, pre-snap stance, patient in press, inches back with good balance, speed, stay square in, sp in press, get shuffles in in press, I stay low, doesn't get faked out by head movements, smooth when opening hips, ability to gear down, gets hands on water receiver as he opens, uh, keeps hands on during water receiver stem, rarely overcommits lower half, squeezes to sideline, does well to squeeze or maintain contact uh, while in bail shuffle, can play inside and in slot or outside and in slot, route break anticipation, plays route aggressively as he trusts his athleticism, confident player, aware of traffic versus crossing routes, balance and press. Uh, will jump routes, stay over, stays over toes, leveraging routes while while off for the most part. Mm, for the most part, um, vertical strike timing, sticky weaknesses. Um, and we saw pretty much all of that, right? You know, in some form and fashion, we saw, you know, we could see five or six trends in just one play. Um, and then you see it multiple times, multiple times, and you start to write it down. And then I put it into a list. Uh, weaknesses, reps of him leaving feet as a tackler. Like some people put like, like in their strengths and weakness list, like route running technique. There are thousands of things that you guys have heard me look for in route running. You know, uh, weaknesses, reps of him leaving feet as tackler can be over aggressive. Uh, and I put in parentheses, double move question marks, jumps route often. I didn't really see him versus a lot of double moves. I want to see him versus them. Um, can be too patient with feet versus deep stems. We saw that. Um, need to get hands on more in press. Um, in terms of, yeah, soft shoot type thing, I, I do want to see him get his hands on more. He gets hands on stems and he does a good job with his patient and his feet, but there are times where I want to see him get more hands on and press, you know. Uh, size, size is really height though. Like size is length and height. So I put size, but it's really height and length. Um, setting edge as force player. Again, can he do that at the NFL level? Being a little bit shorter, a little bit shorter arms, a little bit more of a question than a guy who's longer. Uh, can play no man's land. Jump splits that snap too often. 
too focused on quarterback when bailing could be more forceful and taking on blocks. Say there. Sometimes you're trying to slip them a little bit more than actually take them on. Not overly a big concern. It needs to wrap up as a tackler. Can he stand up versus bigger wide receivers with a question mark? Obviously a guy who's six, three, can he guard it? You know, but then you have the same questions for sauce Gardner. Can he match a guy who's small? We don't really know. Um, he has a movement skills to do it, but still he's high wasted. Uh, next weakness. Didn't see him targeted much. Want to see more reps of him playing ball. Yeah. So I saw good ball skills when he was targeted, but they rarely went to him. So I want to see how he plays the ball more. Like, is he playing through the hands? Is he, is he ripping down after they catch it? You know, is he playing the eyes? How is he with the back to the ball? Like, I want to see more of that. Um, and I said, didn't see him versus double moves, which I kind of already mentioned before. So that's the strength. Of, that's the list of strengths and weaknesses. Um, appreciate you guys. Next review will be Nicobe Dean, which I'm doing in a couple of hours. You guys are seeing it days and days and whatever later. Um, but appreciate you as always. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.